Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Let's Talk Black Love podcast. I am your host, T, and this is season two, guys. That's right. Season one is over. Season two is here. Uh, We're going to be doing things a little different this time around. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start posting questions to the Facebook page so I can get you guys to engage with me before we have our episode. So you'll know what's coming up. You'll already be a part of what's going on as long as you're in the loop on our Facebook page. So I need you guys to go ahead and follow the Facebook page, Let's Talk Black Love, so we can always be in connections. All right, so today's topic is, well, actually, we're going to be doing a double whammy. We're going to be talking about two topics today because they tie together. So it's perfect. So today we're going to be talking about percentages, what equates to love. I know you're like, oh my God, what, what do we, what? Follow me. You'll understand at the end of the episode exactly what I'm talking about. So let's jump right into percentages. So what I did was I already posted this question on Facebook and I asked, um, in a relationship, I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase guys in a relationship, what percentage do you give and what percentage do you expect to receive? I had three answer choices on there. I put 50, 50, um, 60, 40 and another percentage. I don't remember. It's okay. Um, a lot of people commented and said a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That wasn't even one of the answer choices. Um, some people said 50, 50, other people said 60, 40. It was, it was kind of mixed. It was like a mixed vibe there. So, um, I'll tell you what one person put, um, she said that she used to believe that it was 50, 50, but in a relationship you go through things. So it's not always going to be a consistent 50-50. Sometimes somebody has to pick up the slack because the other person just doesn't have it in them. And I was like, well, I can respect that. I can definitely respect that. It's not always going to be the same. So I guess I should put, put this conversation as in, for the most part, like if we're looking at your relationship in a pie, for the most part, 80% of the time, what would you expect your relationship percentages to be? For me, I'm going to say 60-40. Um, all of you people who said 100%, I need y'all to tell me the secret sauce because your girl don't have it. I have no idea how you hold 100 to 100 all the time. Like 80% of the time, that is a lot to give. And I have no idea how you would be able to keep that up that much of the time. Um, So anybody who said 100, 100, y'all let me know. I need you to, I need you to give me a paragraph. I need a four page letter that will explain to me how the person is supposed to be giving 100% all the time. You supposed to be receiving 100% and vice versa. I need to know. I need to know because you got the secret sauce and you need to share it. Don't be, don't be selfish with your sauce. Okay. I need to have my sauce too. Um, but I'll tell you about mine with the 60, 40. So for me, um, I say 60, 40, because the question I posed to myself was outside of relationships, like my life as a whole and in general, um, I'm talking about career wise. I'm talking relationship wise. I'm talking about, um, just dealing with myself on a daily basis. What percentage of my life has been good throughout my 27 years? I'm almost 28. 
um, 27 years of life and everything that I can remember, what percentage of my life has gone good, what percentage has not. And so for me, I'd say 60% of my life has gone good, 40% has not. Sometimes it's a little different, but most for the majority of the time, it's probably a 60-40 relationship. So I'm like, oh, well, if I can deal with 60-40 in my life outside of relationship, I can deal with 60-40 in a relationship because you never know sometimes what that person is going through within their minds, in their soul, what they battling. And sometimes you you have to pick that slack up. Sometimes you, you got to be the, the stronger one on the end. So 60-40 for me, I can deal with 60-40. I can, I can deal with that. I can deal with receiving. I can deal with, with giving. 60-40, I can deal with that. And I can also give more. And sometimes I can expect more. But I'll make sure that I communicate that with my partner and that he communicates that with me too. So we'll just, you know, communication is the key. And we want to make sure that we are telling our partner how we feel, what we feel, and making sure that they know. And it's not one of those situations where you are allegedly supposed to know. And you guys can't see me, but I sure did did the air quotations. Because at times in relationships, especially when they've been going on for so long, we get to a point where we just, we, we feel like that person should know. And sometimes they got so much stuff going on that either they not paying attention and they they just had noticed that you know they weren't giving out that much so it's it's definitely um up to us and us and that I mean male and female to make sure that we communicating what we feeling how we feeling it and and whatever that person we need them to do at that time if it's one of those times where it's about to be on the on the heavier side for them to give um so yeah, that's that's mine. It's it's sixty forty for me. Um, and so you guys, some of you guys told me about what y'all felt, but I definitely want to hear from you one hundred percenters. I'm going back because I'm bitter. That's right. I want to know what be going on in these one hundred percent, one hundred percent relationships. You got to tell me. So I'm gonna need y'all after y'all hear this to go ahead and go to the Facebook page. Let's talk black love and let me know about these 100-100 relationships that y'all got going on. Um, Another thing I wanted to touch on when it came to percentages was keeping tabs in a relationship. I used to do this a lot. Like... When I was younger in a relationship, I'm like, oh, if I do this, that means he got to do this. And he got to do it 10 times better than me because I'm the girl. So, you know, me and I supposed to, whatever I was thinking in my head, I actually don't even know where that logic came from. Probably from TV or something. I don't know. But, um, keeping tabs. So I would, I would do something and I would expect something back. And sometimes I was disappointed. And I'm like, when I think back on that, I'm like, I set myself up for failure because I didn't tell nobody what I thought they were supposed to be doing or what I felt. I just was like, you need to know. So we want to make sure that we're not having a competition in our relationship because competitions, sometimes they bring out good, sometimes they be, they bring out bad. So in order for us to just make sure we don't have to deal with that, Let's not do that. Let's not keep tabs in our relationship at all. And I know that sometimes, especially when you're arguing with somebody, you want them to know, you know, what you've done for them and stuff like that. And there are times where you will get to bring that out, but let it be a positive time. Don't let it be you using it as ammo because that hurts. 
it hurts a lot. So let it be a positive time where, you know, you're telling that person what they've done for you, what you've done for them. And, and it's an appreciation ceremony, not a, you need to do better type of ceremony because it, it brings out some, sometimes it can bring out some ugly things. So we want to make sure that we are not, um, keeping tabs in the relationship and making sure that it's, it's not a competition, but it's, it's a race that you're running for the rest of your life or whatever the time span is on that relationship that y'all have going on. Make sure that, that you guys are enduring and you're not holding somebody to, um, what you've done for them. They need to do times 10 type of stuff. Let's not do that. Let's make sure that we, we are growing together in a positive way and we're, um, not keeping tabs. So that brings me to our next subject, um, and how it ties into what equates to love. Now I'll tell you guys about where this conversation came from. I was, um, I was at work and a customer, I don't know how we got to talking about relationships, but we did randomness and um we talked about what equates to love and he said that he had given someone some advice about um what they were doing for their partner and what they expected them to do and 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 what that meant to them and I told him I said you know oftentimes we get tied up in the fact of somebody did something for me that mean they love me no it does not and he gave a perfect example he said Say you in a relationship with somebody and y'all been in a relationship for, you know, 10 years. Y'all married, y'all got kids, whatever. And you have a customer. We'll, we'll just say a customer who's been shopping at your store for a long time, right? Okay. So this customer is like, y'all like BFFs in, in, at your job. Like every time y'all come in, you're talking about, hey, what's going on with you? What's going on with you? You know, y'all chopping it up. And this person one day brings you some pizza. Are you going to say that that person loves you because they brought you some pizza? Now, you don't know them outside of your work environment. You don't know them outside, period. But you're going to say, oh, they love me because they brought me some pizza. No, no, no. That's not what that meant. That just meant that they was thinking of you at that time. And it was a nice gesture for them to do. And he said another thing. He said, you're not going to go home and say that the customer from the store loves you because they, they they brought you some pizza. Your significant other going to be looking at you like, excuse me, what else, what did you do to get that pizza? Like, what, y'all went on a date or what's what's going on? Because, you know, it's, you, you, you putting some strong, you putting a strong word on that. That person loved me. They brought me some pizza. No, and I know in our generation, we look, we use the word love we use it interchangeably and it's not supposed to be like that. That word, is, it means something. There, There is a lot that stand behind that word. And don't get me wrong. I understand there are levels to love. I definitely understand that. I know it's, you got friendship love, you got relationship love, you got mama love, you got kids love, you got, you know, and a lot of that love is unconditional love. Like this love is going to withstand the test of time regardless, you know, and that that's usually like that family love. You get on my nerves. Sometimes you do something stupid. I want to choke you, but Lord, I love you. I don't have no choice. You my blood. We got the same blood running through it. So a lot of that is unconditional love. Um, but 
I'm saying this to say this. We must make sure that we know what love means to us and what it equates to in our life. What is our definition? What do we see love as? Love is a feeling. Love is a feeling. If you look in the dictionary, love is a feeling. Love is more than a feeling. Love is more than a feeling and sometimes you need more than just the thought to know that somebody loves you. Not the not the he said it type of stuff. It didn't it didn't move me. Cause people use words all the time and that don't mean that, you know, I'm about to be head over heels for a person just because they told me that they love me. And so then we go into showing me what does that look like? Let's define that. Let's make sure that we tell our partner, to me, love is this, 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 and this. And we let them know that this is what I'm looking for. But you have to know that in yourself before you come to somebody else. You have to know what loving yourself looks like. You have to know what appreciating yourself looks like before you can ask somebody else to give you that type of love that you give yourself or, or the people around you that that's your family that they give you. You have to know what that looks like. You have to know what that feels like. You have to know how to explain that in English, plain English to somebody else so that they can be able to, number one, know if they can give you that. And number two, know that this is what you're always going to be looking for. I also need similar things. And that conversation needs to be had. It needs to be had by everybody in a relationship. It needs to be had by everybody to themselves, to that person in the mirror. What equates to love? I know I love myself when... I know I love myself because those conversations need to be had. We need to have them with ourselves. We need to have them spiritually. We need to have them mentally. We need to have them physically. You know, you feel a certain type of way. Fellas, when you get your hair cut, you be on 10, you put on a nice fitting. You, you know, you, you feel some type of way. Ladies, we get our hair done, our nails done. We put on our nice little outfits and stuff. You feel some type of way. Let's know what love feels like, looks like, and and should be. Let's not let media or um past relationships and things like that. Let's grow in positivity and let's let's make sure we know that what exactly um love looks like. So um my my I have three little pointers for love for me. What equates to love to me, for me, from me, all of the above. Because I'm gonna give these things as much as I'm expecting these things when it comes to my definition of what equates to love and um what it means to me and also the time that we've been together we kind of have similar we haven't had that conversation but we kind of have similar views on what equates to love and definitely after this podcast we will be having that conversation about what equates to love because we're trying to go to another level we want to get married and things like that so I definitely want to make sure that we're making sure our foundation is is solid um so I'll go into the first one um the rider sticking around when time are good and bad. I know that music tells us everybody need a rider in their life. They need somebody that's going to be there through thick and thin, when stuff is good, when stuff is bad. And, and a lot of times we see those relationships on TV when a person, you know, like a rapper who's been with somebody since they was getting food stamps and now they with them when they, they, you know, at stores that people can't even pronounce. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the rider. That person didn't leave you. They didn't 
They didn't betray you or go against you when you were not at your best. We always are looking for that rider, that that ride or die, that I'm going to be there through it all. And that's that's with anything and everybody. Um, My next one is going to be the fighter. Now, these two, the rider and the fighter, I've seen them used interchangeably. But for me, it's a, those are two different things. The fighter knows when you should fight. And when you should fold. And that's in your relationship. That's outside of your relationship. That's with dealing with other people. That's that for me, fighting and riding is two different things. Because when you are in a relationship and somebody challenges that relationship, what do you do? That that don't have nothing to do with riding to me. Riding is is, is just what I said. Riding is, is sticking around when, when things are good and when things are bad. But fighting, standing up for your relationship, standing up for that other person especially when they not around to speak up for themselves. That's, that's, that's a fighter. And a lot of us, we have to make sure that we are able to defend our significant other. I'm not telling you, oh, you need to go out there and start fighting everybody out there that be challenging your relationship. I mean, you need to just square up and start boxing. No, that's not what I'm saying. You, there are smart ways to fight. And that's why I said, Two, that you know when to fight and you know when to fold. Sometimes, especially when it comes to our families and the person that we're with, sometimes it's not always good to fight. Sometimes it's, it's good to fold. Sometimes it's good to, to just be like, okay, you are entitled to your opinion, but I'm not going nowhere. And let it be known that this person, although you may not like them, is a good person for me. And I believe that you're going to see what I see at the end of the day. When when the time is, is right, you'll see what I see. Now, I will say this. When it comes to writers and when it comes to fighters, media, music, all that has played a big, big role in the fact that we think that if a person is cheating on us, you know, all the time, we're supposed to stand by them and still put up with that. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying about riding and that's not what I'm saying about fighting for your relationship. If you have been married to somebody for, you know, for 20 plus years or whatever, and that person has been cheating on you for 20 plus years, mm, I'm gonna need you to chunk them deuce because... There's no respect in that relationship. If a person has a slip up, that's different. If a person, you know, is seeking something and you're not giving it to them and they've communicated that with you. And I mean, like actually had a conversation with you about the way they feel it and y'all couldn't come to an agreement and things like that. Or y'all couldn't see eye to eye, whatever the situation was. Um, but it was communicated and that person still chose to step out and you chose to forgive them for that, okay, that's fine. That's that's between you and and your significant other and God. That's 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 y'all's business. That's not everybody in the world's business. But no, by any means, I'm not telling you that if a person is, is has been cheating on you, as long as y'all been in a relationship, you're supposed to keep standing by them and waiting for them to get it together. Nope, that's not what I'm saying. And a lot of times, especially with our generation, we are, the women are waiting on the men to grow up, to become whatever it is they need to be in order for them to be the man that we already know they can be. And by us waiting around, we also put up with a lot. And what I'm saying is, is that in regards to cheating, we waiting for them to 
finish playing the field before, you know what I'm saying, they they ready to, to settle down and see what gym they have. They got this diamond over here, but they still playing with these little uh little sapphires or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm not telling nobody to pause your life, stop your life, and wait for somebody else to get it together. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when it comes to a person getting themselves together and a female waiting on a man, I'm saying career-wise, I can give you that time to grow. When you're trying to figure out what's going to be the best move for your family, and for y'all to go to another level and you, and, but you still focused on your family, but you have to work on building yourself and it don't have nothing to do with nobody else. Give that person that time, give that person that time, let them become whoever it is they need to become. A lot of times we get into these relationships and we're young. So we still trying to figure out ourselves and stuff, stuff like that. And women, we, we mature faster. So we know stuff faster than the men's do. So it's, it's easy for us to be like, all right, I need this amount of time. I'm gonna get all my stuff together. Yada, 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 like that. And men, sometimes it takes them a while to figure out, to know their calling, to to become one with what they're about to be in their future. It takes, it takes time. So I'm definitely down for you being the rider and the fighter when it comes to that, but not when it comes to a person who just keeps cheating on you and apologizing and expecting you to keep taking it back. Nah, I'm gonna need you to pass on that one, buddy or lady, whoever it is, I'm gonna need to pass. Um, my third characteristic as far as what equates to love is going to be an empathetic lover. And that's showering me or him with good emotions, lifting them up when they need it. In a relationship, you're going to go through stuff. You have deaths in a family. You have deaths in friendships or or whatever it is, deaths in careers and, 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 and person, people becoming another person in order for them to go to another level. You have that. And you need a person that's going to be like on side of you telling you, I love you. I'm going to be here. When you figure that out, I love you. I know you're going through something. I know you hurting and I'm going to be here. If you need to talk, I'm going to be here. If you need somebody to, 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 you need to cry on the shoulder, I'm going to be here. So for me, we have, again, we'll go through the three I said, the rider, the fighter, the empathetic lover. Now the last thing, and I won't even give it a whole speech because it speaks for itself. Um, I think that that helps to figure out what equates to love is going to be that time. In two months, y'all been knowing each other. That person is going to be pulling stuff out the wazoo, trying to prove themselves to you and show you that that's the person that you need to be with for the rest of your life. But what happens in six months? What happens in a year? What happens in 18 months? What happens in two years? What happens in five years? What happens in 10 years? When that momentum changes, when that time changes, changes and things like that time will tell time is a big 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 judge in people's future endeavors and time also gives you time to learn to love somebody i don't think that you can love i believe in love and first sight i'm not gonna tell you i don't but love at first sight is is outer body that's outer body you need time to learn to love that person on the inside and everything about them, the good, the bad, the ugly, the I can't stand you's, the I can't believe you did that, you ain't closed the microwave door, 
you ain't heat the food up while I was gone. You forgot to get the baby ready for the whatever. Time will tell a lot of that. Time will be a good judge along with empathy, along with the fighter, along with the rider. I think those are characteristics that equate to love. And so guys, that's our conversation for today. So you got to let me know how you feeling about what I talked about today on my social media with Facebook and Instagram. We're going to have an Instagram coming soon, but y'all on Facebook. Facebook, let's talk black love. Or you can hit me an email, let's talk black love at gmail.com. Either one of those, I'm down for the communication. Let me know how you felt about this conversation. Let me know about how you, um, you 100 percenters. Y'all let me know about that 100% relationship. That's what y'all do. Y'all let me know. Cause I want to know so I can tell everybody else about it. Um, all right guys, that's my time today. And remember to follow, comment, like, love, all of the above. Let's talk black love. All right.